The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. How dare you, little jabroni, come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown, and run your mouth about how you're the WWE champion and run your mouth about how you're the game. Well, The Rock says, if you are the game, then quite frankly, you need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says. Hello, and welcome to SmackDown Matters. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Jade to the Max. What's going on, Miss Jade? Not much. How are you? A little salty at the time of this recording. Uh, oh, yeah. Washington football team did not look good at all today. My fantasy team... At least you had to get blown out. I don't accept the moral victories in professional sports, ma'am. I know, but I was just trying to make you feel slightly better. Well, but... The only thing that's making me feel better is I'm currently beating Mo to the underscore recent or WrestleCast Fantasy League. Oh, well, that's a plus. That's it. Everything else, downhill. My condolences. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck to your Bears tonight. Not too much luck. Ooh, they don't need it. I got Matthew Stafford in my DraftKings. I need to try to boost up some some funds in my pocket. That's a uh, Aaron Donald plan, man. <laughs> ooh, well, I hope Andy Dalton don't get concussed. That's about to say he might break Andy Dalton, and then you'll get Justin Fields. That's what y'all want anyway. This is true. I mean, so who knows? That's what happened to Washington today. Fitzpatrick got hurt in the second quarter and the dude that everybody wants to play anyway got to play. So there was no Fitz magic today, huh? No. There was no Fitz tragic either. It was just a whole bunch. <laughs> you need to do a little something there, bruh, because Herbert is the truth. A lot of WTFs for the WFT, huh? Yeah. Definitely. This is SmackDown Matters. We're being brought to you by the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also subscribe to this podcast through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Look for the logo with the New Day holding the WrestleCast logo. And the SmackDown Matters podcast will show up in your podcast queue each and every week. Well, Miss Jade to the max... It's one of those rare times where everything aligns up for WWE. It's a mm-hmm. very symbolic weekend with the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Um, so you have that backdrop with them coming to Madison Square Garden, basically their home base, their home arena, mm-hmm. the biggest or most famous arena in the world, at least in the United States anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if the world cares about Madison Square Garden. <laughs> so you had, uh, you know, everything lining up for this super edition of SmackDown Matters on this past Friday night. And I must tip my cap and say they did not disappoint. Well, not 100%. 
shit. Right. Yeah, at 97%. They didn't stick the landing. You're right. We'll talk about it. Okay. So we start with the bloodline making their entrance to get things going. Roman says WWE runs sports entertainment in New York. He runs WWE, and so therefore he runs New York City and Madison Square Garden. Therefore, Jada kissed the half. Think about that. <laughs> therefore, MSG should acknowledge him. That leads to quite the cheering. Here's Brock Lesnar to interrupt the promo. The Usos immediately get between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar as Paul Heyman asks why Lesnar needs to go after the Universal title. Messy. Messy. Do, and then Lesnar grabs the microphone away. Lesnar asks why Heyman didn't tell Reigns he would be at SummerSlam, and the mm. crowd starts chanting, You effed up. You effed up. Brock Lesnar is, is a messy bitch. <laughs> Came in with violence. <laughs> Reigns glares at Heyman. He takes the title and leaves with the Usos. Lesnar does his bouncing dance as Heyman does the old Lesnar introduction. Man, Paul Heyman turned that thing around so fast. Yeah, he did. Look, he is a master. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. I can dig. This is why he's one of the greatest. Heyman says that, I mean, Lesnar says that was great, but he wants Heyman to accept his challenge to Reigns before Lesnar kills him. That would be the challenge for the Universal title, and Lesnar gives him five seconds. The F5 is loaded up, but Roman makes the save with the Superman punch. Super kicks from the Usos don't do much good, and the Usos are destroyed as Roman leaves up the aisle with Paul Heyman. Mm. Yeah, Rock messy. Usos went to Suplex City. Man, he told him up. I thought, like, I, I, I felt bad for him. I said, ooh, that looked like that hurt. For real, for real. <laughs> and Roman with the true heel tactics, just getting out of the ring and letting his lackeys get beat up. Mm, mm, mm. I love it. You know what, either I was really hungry watching this episode of SmackDown, or I don't know, because every time someone said MSG, it made me think of food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Chinese food. I was like, do I want Chinese food right now? <laughs> yes. You're so old school. <laughs> I am. And I'm like, oh, maybe Madison Square Garden. Okay. Right, right. I did end up getting uh, ramen, though. Nice. So. How was it? Delicious. Okay, good. All the MSG. It was great. <laughs> Uh, after the break, the bloodline goes into Roman's locker room, but Heyman is cut off by Kayla Braxton and asked about Brock. Kayla is the paparazzi. <laughs> Kayla is everywhere you are. <laughs> Heyman doesn't like the question at this time and says Reigns will answer the challenge when he seems fit. So King Nakamura, <laughs> Rick Boots, Big E, and the Mysterios, they faced off against Sami Zayn, Apollo Crews, Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler, and Otis. Sami Zayn. They could have kept this match. Sami Zayn. For a dark match. <laughs> in a New York Knicks jersey, brings out someone who actually knows how to win at Madison Square Garden. Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, boo. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, he was supposed to because he's a heel. I know, but <laughs> the Hawks shirt, like, they hate him. That's why Sami Zayn and Trey Young are on some God level heel stuff. That is I love it. Healing Supreme. It's great TV. 
there's a parade of secondary finishers until Trey Young gets involved with some choking action uh, of Rey Mysterio from the floor. Well, that's enough for him to get ejected. Then it's a double 619 from the Mysterio to Sami Zayn, followed up by the big ending from Big E, who pins Sami Zayn and Nakamura, Rick, B- Rick Boogs, Big E, and the Mysterios are your winners. Like I said, they could throw a women's match in there instead of this one. Just saying. Talk about it. I'm just saying, like, we saw, again, the same complaints we have every week about WWE misusing the women or underutilizing them. Like, I get it. Binky and Becky are the draw right now. But there are other ladies on the roster that deserve some shine. We see the same, this the 10-man the tag, we see them every single week. Where is Tony Storm? Where is Mia Yim? Where is Naomi? Backstage, She's saying. Still looking for Sonya Deville. They showed it on the internets, but not on TV. They should have showed it on my TV screen. I saw it on the interwebs. They ain't doing my girls right. But AEW not doing that much better either when it comes to the women. So here we are. After the match... Well, actually, before I move on, since we're talking about the women, there was a women's match scheduled, apparently, but mm. it got cut. Did you hear about that? Yeah, it got cut because they had a 10-man tag match that was unnecessary. Seth Rollins and Edge went 25 minutes. Again, I was okay with that match. The 10-man tag match that lasted 15 minutes could have been cut. Big E talks about how great the team was, just like the New York Knicks. You know what is next for him, and he holds up the briefcase. It doesn't matter who it is, because if you have what he needs, he's coming for your neck. It might be tonight, or it might be when he shows up on Raw next week. He says, Mm. if you got what he needs, you will feel his power. Mm. So all the ladies in the creep cast were like... I know they were. I'll sink them. Uh, it's time for the contract signing for Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. Extreme rules. Uh, what the hell was Becky wearing? Huge. Was she hungover? Because <laughs> the sunglasses were way too big for her face. Was she hungover? Either she was hungover or she was getting ready to go make a music video. I don't know. She's switching the man gimmick from Stone Cold to Conor McGregor. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> Uh, Bianca Belair, huge reaction. Because uh, we are the EST hive. Yes, and there were a lot of young ladies in the EST hive that were definitely on their feet, singing along to her song, dancing in the crowd. So it was a very good, very good representation moment to show that she has done so much work in her short time of getting the fans behind her and definitely rooting for her. She is money. Definitely. Binky looks at the contract, but talks about how she can't believe she is here. She respects Becky Lynch for being a new mom and the champion, but she can't believe Becky ran from a fight. Becky keeps talking about that 26 seconds at SummerSlam because Becky knows what happens when they're in the ring in a real match. We'll find that out at Extreme Rules and Bianca signs the contract. So here comes Binky. I mean, excuse me. Here comes Becky in the big red fur coat and sunglasses. Uh, Becky says she knew that she had Esther's number at SummerSlam when she saw Binky's face as her music hit. 
Belair can be the man or she can be a fan, and there's nothing wrong with sitting out here with the regular people. She's going to give Binky a shot, and maybe she would have beaten her in 20 seconds here in MSG. So what if she doesn't sign the contract, she asks. Adam Pierce is like, what do you mean if you don't sign it? Belair is like, sign the damn contract. So the fans start chanting, sign it, sign it, as Becky is confused. She says she sat at home and heard them chant, we want Becky. And she came back at the last second, but this is how you treat her? She left her baby girl at home, and now they're picking a flash in the pan over her? Well, if you can't join them, beat them, and then she signs the contract. So Becky tries to throw the contract at Bianca Belair, but Binky catches that joint. (laughs) Binky catches it so smooth. Um, And, uh, you know, Becky is like all shook, so she just walks out of the ring. So really good stuff. Heel tactics. I'm ready for this match. Vince better not screw with us again. It's Vince, so I would. I, I, I realized that after the words came out of my mouth, and I went, well, then again. I would leave 10% of your fandom to be allowed to be screwed with. It, with Vince, let's just go with 50%. Uh, we get a video on the Edge and Seth Rollins feud. Now, Paul Heyman is on the phone with someone when he passes by uh, Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox, who offer him a ride on the tank. They leave, and Caleb Braxton pop up. <laughs> Heyman is like, what's up? He's so tired. He's so tired of her. <laughs> to ask if there's an update on Brock Lesnar's challenge. He says Reigns will watch the Usos versus the Street Profits and then answer the challenge. Heyman goes to leave and bumps into Big E, who of course is staring him down with the briefcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big E's stalking everybody. <laughs> Paul Heyman's stress levels through the roof right now. Um, so now it's time for Edge versus Seth Rollins. Edge hits a desperation spear for a very close two count. Edge takes him and Seth Rollins into the corner, allowing Rollins to hit a low blow. A super kick put Edge down on his knees, and a basement super kick knocks him uh, for a loop again. Rollins asks why Edge won't die, and then hits another super kick, setting up the stomp for the pin and the win for Seth Rollins. Edge losing a hard-fought battle to Seth Rollins. Yes. I knew. So what's funny is because they were selling the neck injury or the surgically fused neck, I knew that by the end of this match, there would be a stretcher involved. And sure enough, I was right. Edge is taken out on a stretcher, of course, because the curb stomp has been teased. And if it ever hit Edge's bad neck, there's no telling what it could do. So after the break, we see Edge taken to the ambulance with the Rey Mysterio walking next to him. Commentary talks about what just happened and how serious the neck injury is. And then we see the ambulance leave. Seth Rollins is standing nearby, but doesn't know how he feels. His arm hurts, but other than that, he is very stoic. And he doesn't really have a feeling. He says maybe he doesn't feel anything. Sociopath, sociopath. (laughs) Roman Reigns gives the Usos a pep talk before they go out to defend their SmackDown tag team titles. Roman tells Paul Heyman that he saved him and he wants to know how Heyman, did, how Heyman couldn't tell him about Brock showing up at SummerSlam. 
why is Roman falling for these lies that Brock Lesnar is telling? They are telling. It's, they're doing, it's a game. They're doing some very good uh, 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 the stories, uh, soap opera type stuff. It is. I told you, it's General Hospital. <laughs> but it takes place in a wrestling ring. The Usos versus the Street Profits for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Dawkins running leapfrog over Jay lands in a super kick from Jimmy. Ford pulls Jay outside, leaving Jimmy to get rolled up for a two count. The kick out sends Dawkins into a super kick, and the super fly splash connects for another two count. Dawkins is back up to plant Jimmy with the sky high, and Montez Ford as the twisting frog splash, which draws in Roman Reigns, who was at ringside for the disqualification. After the well, we'll talk about the match first. They was cooking. That man with grease, gas, avocado oil, uh, Crisco, uh, butter, all, all the things, all the things. Yeah, this was a, this is definitely what the people want to see in the long term. Yes, we wanted to see it at Extreme Rules, but Vince doesn't listen. But. Man, that was a good one. Cause there were there were many. I actually sat and watched the entire match and kept every time I thought it was over. I'm like, what? Surely it's over after this. No, just a two count. Yeah, it was exciting to watch. After the match, Roman gets on the mic and says he'll take Brock Lesnar on once he gets done with Finn Balor. So hmm. Finn Balor's music hits, but it's not Finn Balor. It's, oh, it's Finn. It's just Finn Balor in black makeup. It's the demon. The demon? What is it? Demon King? Demon man? Uh, I guess he's just the demon here. No demon king. Oh. But they, uh, you know, tell us that it's the, you know, darker side of Finn Balor. He comes down to the ring after the big entrance and stares down Roman Reigns. And that's how we end this week's edition of SmackDown. Mm. Juicy. Yep. And how we got one week now until Extreme Rules? I think it might be two. Okay. So we still got some more storytelling to do. Yeah, a little bit more. A little bit more. Um, how are things over on um on, on Raw? What's going on there? Anything exciting? The New Day wrestled for like an hour and a half of a three hour show. <laughs> I love the new day. And uh so they made that exciting for as much as they could. Um the same old same old the, the same like, you know, twelve people, fifteen people they've been running out there for the last little bit are interacting. Bobby they're setting up Bobby Lashley and Randy Orton for extreme rules. Okay, at least it's not Goldberg because child nobody wants to see that again. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, and that's pretty much about it. You know, the big buzz is AEW, of course. Yeah, I'm a little behind on AEW. Maybe like a week or so. Okay. You heard about what happened at the pay-per-view, I'm sure. Yes, Daniel Bryant, Adam Cole, Ruby Soho. Mm. Am I missing anybody? Minoru Suzuki. Him. Yeah. <laughs> uh uh, so yeah, they've got a lot of momentum, as everybody knows right now. Rolling downhill, as it seems. Uh, Pac versus Andrade was very good on Rampage. 
So if you want to check something out, you can check that out. Um, NXT, very good this week, of course. Yes, I'm kidding. Am I behind, I'm behind on NXT? When is the way? This week. The brand new NXT starts this week. 2.0? Okay. Yeah. Um, this I wonder if um, Indy is going to do her vows and Dexter's. <laughs> Did you see the uh, bachelor party? No, I'm behind. Okay. I, I just started this week's NXT, but only got so far. Okay. All right. Yeah, so check that out. Um, did you see Carmelo Hayes versus Santos yet? Nope. Oh, yeah, that's coming. Oh, wait. Wait. Did I see that? I don't remember. Things were running together. Yes. Yes. So lots of good stuff happening on the last edition of the Black and Gold NXT. So now it's going to be like Funhouse colors. Cross colors and living color colors. There we go. Yeah. We going. Are they going to have fly girls too? They might. Uh, I know, like, if you watch, I know you can get distracted by, like, all the colors flashing. But if you look at it real close, it's the wrestlers' faces, like, kind of muralized in there. It's a lot of black faces in there. We don't see a lot of them every week, though. But uh, that might change. Well, I mean, you've got Wale on the ones and twos. You got to, you know. Yeah, so it could be a, a total shift change. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, shout out Get Wells to Triple H revealed he had yes. uh, some type of uh, uh, genetic condition. Yes, that uh, caused him to have heart problems and need a procedure. So hopefully he's feeling better. Um, yeah, so great, great episode of SmackDown minus the women's match, though. They really, that's two weeks in a row. So they can't, they, they, they definitely need to rectify that. Like you said, Bianca and Becky is great, but they can't just rely on that as enough to uh, mm-hmm. satisfy the appetite for having women on the show. Yeah. You know whose match ain't getting cut ever? Charlotte. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right about that. Her and Nia Jax had a title match. Shayna and Nia look like they finally going to break up now. Good, because Naya, if she gonna keep giving Charlotte two pieces and a biscuit, I'm okay with her being solo. <laughs> uh, Somebody said they were playing nice this past week, though. Charlotte and Naya. Yeah, you know, WWE tried to recreate it a little bit, but yeah, for the most part, they were on their best behavior. Uh, it's been reported that Kevin, no. Kevin Owens' contract is up in January, and there's a lot of speculation on whether he's gonna resign or not. Man, Kevin needs to. I don't know. Don't don't resign, Kevin. We'll miss you, but you deserve better. It's a lot of people, I think, gonna try to see where you heard what Mick Foley said uh, this past week. Did you hear that? I did. Where he was talking yep. about uh, the way that the young people maybe view WWE right now, and uh, it is like WWE used to be the place to go. Now they got options. But if you look at the landscape of wrestling right now, they do have options. Even outside of AEW, there's mm-hmm. uh, Impact, there's Ring of Honor, there's for the men, there's New Japan because I knew New Japan doesn't have a women's division. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are other options. It's not. I mean, yes, WWE you get more exposure, make more money, but 
they got options. Right, right. Definitely do have a lot of options. Definitely do have a lot of options these days. That's good for the wrestling fans because right now, um, you know. But I think that's the thing that we want. Like, we want options. We don't all just want to watch WWE all the time. We just want an alternative sometimes. And I think that's why so many people have taken an AEW. Exactly. Exactly. And they've done a good job delivering what people want. And even when they people know that they're going to get somebody the way that they do it, still get mm-hmm. you, you know, all, you know, I hate to use this phrase, but all in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> so... Yeah, a lot of, lot of things going on in wrestling right now. So if you are a fan of just wrestling in general, there is definitely more than enough for you to sink your teeth into. Uh, I think everybody is going to be just intrigued this week by the new NXT. What is it going to look like from a stage standpoint and mm-hmm. booking and direction standpoint? Like I said, on this past week's NXT cast with Miss Simi, uh, we, we we tossed a rose to the brand that we love and knew so well. Gave him its flowers. So, you, yes. Also, shout out to Miss Simi because she was in the building for this edition of Smash. She MSG. She said she was in she was in the EST Hive section. Yes, yes, she was acknowledging her tribal chief. Um, yes. Oh. Okay, okay. And uh, she did a little cool after party too with some folks. So that was nice. Yeah, so can't wait to hear all about it on next week's edition of the NXT cast and the dark match, which you can find on the Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash CSPN media. All right, Miss Jason Max, at this point in time, you can do your shout outs and thank yous. Good luck to your Chicago Bears. They are facing the uh, Los Vegas Angeles Rams. Rams. Yes. Uh, Aaron Donald and the Rams. <laughs> uh, shout out to not the Tennessee Volunteers because they suck. They lost? Man. Yes. Oh, man. That's what I told you. My expectations are low. I'm, I half watched the game. But yes. The, the the bar is at the basement. <laughs> Actually, it's un, it's underneath the basement. But right. but because my expectations are extremely low, I was not upset yesterday. Okay. I had a great Saturday. Okay. So and then I will shout out the Bears, but I'll wait and see how they play today. Okay. And then just to our whole WrestleCast crew that engages with us all week, every week. Appreciate you. Well, thank you to Miss Jason Max. Thank you to Miss Didi Jonay for providing the shelter that we call <laughs> SmackDown Matters here on the CSPN. Uh, thank you to Mo to the underscore Reese. Thank you to Miss Simi. Thank you to Anwar Starwin. Thank you to the guys over at the Comic Book Chronicles and everybody who interacts like Miss Jason Max said with us on the Twitter spaces and the hashtags. We greatly appreciate it. We have a lot of fun listening and hearing and sharing and retweeting everyone's commentary with color. So continue to rate and give the podcast five stars. Go over to CSPN.us. Click on the po- on the tab that says keep our podcast free at the top of the page. And you can support the podcast that way if you don't want to become a, patri- a Patreon member. But we suggest 
that you become a Patreon member. It's so much uh, more fun over there on the Patreon. There's a lot more topics we talk about there. So you can talk about, uh, you hear about Miss J to the max discovering that champagne can come out of vending machines. Oh, yes. That was great. Now I want one for my house. <laughs> Knowing you, you're fancy enough, you'll get one. Yeah. I would probably I need one for today, a portable one for this concert. <laughs> so continue to support the CSPN, listen to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, give us those five stars on iTunes and share the podcast with everyone you know that's a wrestling fan. So for my co-host, Miss J to the Max, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been SmackDown Matters. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye, y'all. What if I didn't sign this? What if I don't? What if I don't sign this? What do you mean, what if you don't sign it? Maybe Becky. I don't want to sign this. Becky, just sign the contract. Becky, girl, uh-uh. Sign the damn contracts. I want you to sign it. They want you to sign it. 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 14,425 strong talent, big time. Oh, yeah. oh, I don't know. Wait, wait, read it. and you're favoring a flash in the pan over me. That's a deep New York's still doing though. I will give you your match, but it's going to end the same way.